The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. And we have a great one for you today because we have one of my absolute favorite people on with me today. She is a passionate advocate. Actually, she is just an all-around tremendous person that is out there every day working so hard to help people with epilepsy have quality of life. She is a dynamo. She is fantastic. She is the executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Northern California. We are thrilled to have her on the show. Neva, welcome to the show. Well, hi, Joyce. Well, thank you. Thank you for such a nice introduction. You're so sweet. Well, it is an accurate introduction. (laughs) Well, I learned from the best. If I could only be as good as you, Joyce. Oh, get out of here. This woman, (laughs) let me tell you what, folks. She lives it all the time. She's passionate all the time. It's not just that she puts on an act when she goes there to the foundation. I've been with her, and she is always on it. She is fantastic. And, Neva, would you mind um, if we start by you telling our listeners how you first became involved in the world of epilepsy, and then after that, what made you decide to become an advocate? Well, um, Joyce, my, uh, the world into epilepsy for me started when my son, Sean, who is now 20, um, had his first seizure at nine months. And I, I think it's something that the people with epilepsy or parents never forget that first seizure. And I hate to say it, at the, at the time I didn't even know what a seizure was. I can remember the EMT saying, well, your son just had a seizure. And I'm like, well, what's a seizure? So um, I just was immersed then into the world of epilepsy. And um, it just kind of sparked something in me as, as a parent because epilepsy sometimes feels like so uncontrollable. Yes. It, you know you know what I mean. And yes. um, it was kind of my way of taking control of an uncontrollable situation as a parent. And I just wanted, um, you're talking, you know, 20 years ago, um, there was very few medications, um, not a lot of treatment options out there, and so I had to really navigate on my own through the whole world of, of epilepsy, and um, I didn't want parents to go through or people to go through what I had to go through as far as all the research and, and fighting, you know, with insurances and for, for new um, treatments, new medications, that sort of thing. So that's kind of why I got involved. I wanted to make a difference. And you have, let me tell you that, you have, and you know, see, that's the thing. You can just sit back or you can do something. Exactly. And Neva chose to do something. Um, Now, Neva, of course, just as you mentioned, a lot of parents, uh, children with epilepsy, 
you know, unless they meet someone like you or an affiliate somewhere, um, they're lost. They don't know what's going on. For you, what would you say as a parent, what were your biggest obstacles? Well, again, it was 20 years ago when he was diagnosed, so I can remember taking him to the first neurologist, and they would they would tell me, oh, he's going to outgrow it, don't worry about it. And um, I just, it kept happening, and it kept happening, and I thought, you know what, this isn't going away, and I need to get educated. So I think the, the just the lack at the time of, of education and treatment options were probably some of my biggest op- obstacles as a parent, because there wasn't a lot out there. And so every, I wanted to get educated, I wanted to stay educated because I knew there was um, more things coming down the pike, so to speak, and re- more research was going to be done. And so I wanted to stay really informed. Well, you know, as a woman with epilepsy and chair of the National Foundation, let me tell all of you, remember, you've heard my story before. But remember that when I went to a doctor and explained my quote-unquote fainting spells, he told me, don't worry, it's just some female hormonal problem, and I was not tested. And then, as you know, I had an almost fatal accident years later. So Neva's point, education, knowing is the key, and you should not be ashamed to find out. But it is very important that you go to a doctor that specializes in this, an epileptologist, so they understand you, so they know what you're talking about. Neva, I can't believe you're saying this because just the other day I had lunch with a woman, a parent of a young girl, and at the end of the luncheon she looked at me and said, I have to ask you one question. She will grow out of it, right? Oh, my goodness. She said, because that's what the doctor told me. The only thing is she told me this would happen when she's 12 and now she's 15. So as you can see... This poor woman and daughter were given the wrong information, and they've been waiting for this miracle day. Exactly. And, you know, Joyce, you know, what I tell parents and and people is if the doctor does say something like that, you know, because I don't, you know, doctors are very um, informative and, and they're there for a reason and we need them. But, you know, what I tell people is that you may grow out of it or your child may grow out of it. That's, that's true. It may happen because it does happen for some people. However, if that doesn't happen, you need to be educated. So stay educated, get educated, so that way if that day comes, you're prepared. Right. Better to know than not know. Exactly. And it's so much better when you have this information. Well, I'm Neva, so many happy. People... I just want to say, Joyce, I'm so happy that you're going to be chair, or you're, you are chair, and, and we're excited. Everyone is excited about your position there at the foundation. So I just want to say, yay, and we're, you know, we're really happy about that. Hey, you know I'm on top of it. I'm thrilled <laughs> to be do. doing this, Neva. And you know why? Because I have someone like you to work with. Wonderful. That's why. Oh, That's sweet. why I'm so thrilled. So, Neva, one other thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, We had someone get in touch with us from Twitter because we are live, and they wanted to know uh, what would you suggest they do if their child is isolated at school and not included in any activities due to epilepsy? Um, what I would do, you know, again, I want to go back to education, education, because, you know, a lot of times when kids are, are bullied in school, it's a lack, it's ignorance. 
You know, the kids don't understand. And um, we, I have done education at schools. Um, we have our staff going out and doing that. And sometimes when you go in and you educate the kids about, you know, what epilepsy is, what a seizure is, that it's, you know, not contagious, that it's, you know, not a mental, mental illness, you know, you, you dispel all those myths then kids have the tools and the resources. So I would say, you know, basically education is the key and just teaching kids how to be compassionate with one another. You know, my son, uh, Sean, has a brother, um, Dylan, and Dylan is now 17, and he started in his advocacy world at the age of eight by going to Kids Speak Up, Speak Out. And he now, I mean, he's very passionate about the cause, and he, you know, talks about what epilepsy is and um, educates his friends about what it is. So um, just getting the word out and letting kids know, you know, hey, you know, they're not different. They're just like you. This is something that, you know, they happen to have. Right. Yeah, and the more you talk about it, the better it will be. Because, uh, Neva, I am dealing with a couple uh, young women that are being just bullied and made fun of every single day. And it has the mother so upset, as you might imagine. And when she went and she spoke to the superintendent, they didn't do anything about it. So... Here's what I have to say to all of you listening to the show right now. We have your back. And if I hear about this, I mean it. I'm going to get to that school. Some way or another, I am. Because no one should have to put up with that. Exactly. Well, they say that uh, I've heard reports from anywhere, and you probably know better than me, Joyce, that 20 to 60% of kids are bullied in school and that kids that have a disability are especially vulnerable to that. Children with disabilities and gay students are the highest number of students made fun of. Of all the groups, they are made fun of the most. And that is just terrible. But you know what? Don't take it. You don't have to take it. Because we've got people like Neva, and if you're out there in Northern California, I mean it. You get in touch with this woman, you will see action. Neva, what is your website there? It is www.epilepsynorcal.org. One more time. Uh, www.epilepsynorcal, all one word, .org. And by the way, if you want to send a donation, you can send it right in that way because you know what? As much as Neva's working to change quality of life for people, you know she needs your help. And you know how she needs your help? You can make a contribution today. Right now, you can make a contribution. And I think we have a caller on the line. Kathy, are you on the line? I'm here, Joyce. Hey, Kathy, how are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Oh, another dynamo. Another dynamo. (laughs) Another advocate for people with epilepsy. And tell them what you do, Kathy. I'm the executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation in San Diego County. And she is awesome. And did you call in because you wanted to say something to this wonderful person we have on the air? Oh, Neva Hirschkorn. Spectacular. (laughs) Not only does she cover all of Northern California, but she reaches out to many different areas to help anybody with epilepsy. She really goes beyond the call. She goes out to Las Vegas. She goes out to some uh, uh, rural areas in various different states as well. Well, thank you, Kathy. That's very nice of you. Well, she's well, not... Hey, 
If we don't support one another, where will we be? Here is an example of two dynamic women that work together and that are great team players, and I just want to remind you, we are not the enemy. The enemy is epilepsy. The enemy is stigma. The the enemy is lack of money for resources, lack of funding. We have to get it together, folks. If we work together, we can do so much more. Kathy, thank you so much for calling in. Pleasure to be here, Joyce. Great to always, you. It's always great, great to hear you. Happy to be a part. All right, Kathy, have a great day. Neva, is she awesome or what? She's great. You know, she um, she also partners with us. We do a Kids for Camp um, in June, uh, Camp Coelho, who is named after Tony Coelho, as you well know, and um, she partners and sends some kids from uh, San Diego down to our camp. So um, it's just a fun time. The kids love it. It will be next year will be our fifth year, thanks to Tony. And he is the man. Yeah. And with that, folks, we're going to get a break. And then we'll be right back with a wonderful woman and advocate for people living with epilepsy, Neva Hirschkorn, Executive Director, Epilepsy Foundation of Northern California. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. An ordinary sunny day. An ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids. And they were doing nothing. They were couch slouching. They were rug imitating. And lazy minute after... Lazy minute was passing them by. When suddenly... Huh? Hey guys, that's a personal foul. An active activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players don't get lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Be a player. 
Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than the body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And you are in for such a treat because what a great guest we have today. Neva. Hirschkorn, the executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Northern California. And she is an advocate for people living with epilepsy and has been since I first met her. You know, um, Neva, I wanted to ask you a question. Sometimes when you talk to people about epilepsy, uh, such as someone with me, they do not understand, although... Like me, my epilepsy is pretty much controlled, not totally, but pretty much controlled through taking uh, medication, Dilantin, which I take every day of my life. But on the other hand, there are many who are not. And I wonder, could we talk about that for a moment? Oh, exactly. You know, Joyce, if I could have a, 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 a dollar for every time I've heard about my son when I talk about, you know, the fact that he has epilepsy, oh, can't he just take a pill for that? And I'm like, if it was only that easy, you know, 50% of the people with epilepsy are controlled with that medication, but what about those other 50% that are not controlled? So I think it's like 20 to 30%. Um, the other 20 to 30% seizures are reduced with medication, but then there's 20% that don't respond to medication. And it just so happens that my son is one of those 20% so that continue to, to have um, seizures. And so you just have to look at, you know, uh, maybe some other options that are out there, you know, surgery. Um, there's some devices now, VNS, Neuropace. Um, and then, of course, we, you know, there there goes the need, you know, for those 20% research. More research needs to be done. Yeah. And, you know, how I explain this to people, there is an entire spectrum here. Yes, there are people like me or people like Alan Fanica, you know, who has epilepsy but plays for the New York Jets. But then on the other hand, just as Neva mentioned, there are uh, people like her own son or children who have just hundreds of seizures per day or adults where it cannot be controlled. We are an entire spectrum. I don't know why it has to be one or the other because it isn't one or the other. Uh, but, you know, we all need your help in different areas. And, you know, you just need to understand that, that, you know, although there are some people that are controlled, there are many who are not controlled. And every one of those, every one, child or adult, is also important. And, you know, if you don't understand that, well, then you're going to have the wrong view totally of epilepsy. 
Exactly. That's such a good way to put it, Joyce, the spectrum of epilepsy, because it is, it's a huge spectrum. And you can, you know, be well controlled, have a, you know, hold down a, a, a job and, and live a normal, uh, wonderful, productive life. But on the other hand, if you don't have good control and your seizures are really debilitating, it's, that's not going to be the case for you. So that's such a good way to describe it. And, Neva, I think we have a caller on the line. Hello? Hello, Judy. Yes. Hello, Judy. How are you? Hello, Joyce and Neva, two of my favorite people. How are you? Hi, Judy. Hi, Neva. How's everything going? I'm going good. Good. Good to hear for your voice. Well, it's nice hearing your voice and look forward to seeing you soon. And, and just want to, uh, you know, Joyce, that uh, you were just talking about Neva's son and, you know, how she got involved with the Epilepsy Foundation and now is the executive director. And I think under her guidance uh, that that uh, foundation has, is doing better than it has ever done. And she's just doing a spectacular job and she's highly regarded by her peers and uh, we're glad to have her on the MOT. And I'm glad that you had the ability to start talking about, you know, the, again, the spectrum of epilepsy. Because I think some people were very, very surprised. Uh, at one time I had someone come and visit uh, our foundation for a conference and uh, they were, you know, uh, had epilepsy but uh, had graduated, I think, from Yale. And so when they came to visit and they saw the people that we served, they were quite shocked, you know, because they thought that everyone that had epilepsy was like them. So, uh, you know, it, it's sort of the whole spectrum of, the, of, of all people, and, and those are the people that we serve. Yeah, and, you know, you can have an, a vision impairment sure. or you can be blind. I mean, I don't know why people can't imagine there is a spectrum of this, but uh, first of all, Judy Painter is the executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Western and Central Pennsylvania, which I am very proud to be on the board. As a matter of fact, before you called in, Judy, at the break, I was telling Neva about the talk about a picnic. Oh, yes, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, Joyce uh, Joyce has a wonderful group of people who work with her, um, and she never says that, you know, she's in charge and she's the boss and, and any of that sort of thing. They, they, they are absolutely a team. And uh, people with varying degrees of disability, just like, uh, epilepsy and uh, a happier group of people one could never find. I'm, I just uh, am always, you know, I always walk away from that picnic much happier than I was when I came in. And there's just, you know, a feeling of, uh, I don't want to say gratitude, it's just a feeling of, you know, of happiness that, 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 that everyone shares and they're just so glad to be together and, and work together. Um, it, it's it's just wonderful. It is. And you know, when I say talk about it, remember if you're listening to the show and you're at an affiliate, you've got to go to your board and you've got to tell them have a breakfast. I don't care if they have a breakfast. I don't care if they have a lunch. I don't care if they have a picnic. I don't care if they have a barbecue. I don't care if they have a dinner. It doesn't have to be a dinner. They can have any type of barbecue, any type of picnic. Let me tell you what, if they raise any amount of money, your affiliate will be happy to receive it during these times. And the reason we call it Talk About It is because at the picnic, I took time first, and Judy came up with me to talk about epilepsy. And the most amazing thing happened. Uh, I don't know if Peggy told you about this, Judy, but the... I was there. I was at the table also when the people came over. 
Yeah, two people, and by the way, Neva, they were our vendors. They were our vendors, the caricature artists, and the, we have several caricature artists, but one of the caricature artists and uh, the person that is the DJ, after they heard all of this, they came over to talk to Judy and Peggy about their situation. Right. They had people in their family who had epilepsy, and they didn't know that we existed. And they wanted information about you know, you know what what we did and uh, how we could help and 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 you can just tell that they were just so much wanted to talk about it. I mean, people have, as you well know, uh, Neva, that working with people with epilepsy, you know, they they don't want to talk about it. They don't want anybody to know about it. Uh, you know, I many times tell the story about people wanting to you know have me mail things without my return address on it so that no one knows that they're getting something from the Epilepsy Foundation. Um, I'm doing a conference in West Virginia, and a we sent some information out uh, with our return address on it to people uh, to come to, to a conference. And, you know, this one woman thought she was going to get fired because it had our return address on it, Epilepsy Foundation of Western Central Pennsylvania. Now, you know, if you walk in a walk for the for Susan B. Cohen or or leukemia and lymphoma and breast cancer, you know, they send you all kinds of information in the mail, and nobody calls and says, oh, my God, somebody's going to think I have breast cancer. But these people who actually do have epilepsy were so upset, and this girl absolutely thought she was going to get fired because we put our return address on it. So talking about it, and when people have that opportunity, their lives change, I think. Yes. And and I think it changed for you because you didn't always talk about it. Oh, I never did until I met Tony Quello. Right. So it, it changes it for everyone. Well, what's the better? We are so lucky, Neva, to have Judy here in Pittsburgh. I love Judy. I always tell everybody I want to be like Judy when I grow up. <laughs> because Judy has, um, well, you know, when I started here, you know, I, I um, had come from banking, and um, so I this was my first executive director job, and she has so um, mentored me and taught me so much about um, the world of, you know, executive directorship that um, I just have appreciated her and um, love her. She's great. Well, I love her, too. We all love her. Judy, thank well, I you. I love both of you. So thanks so much, and uh, thanks for all the great work that you're doing out there in San Francisco and Northern California, Neva, I really appreciate it. And Joyce, thank you for all that you do for people with disabilities. My pleasure, Judy, and thank and you for what you're doing. Thank it. you for calling in. Okay, you take Thanks, care. Thanks, Judy. Okay, all right, see you. Bye-bye. As you can see, if you're listening to this show, obviously you can tell Neva's very well liked, and she is, but I want to also remind you, it's so much better when we all work together. When we all work together... We can get so much more done, but you've got to talk about it. One more time there, Neva. Give me your uh, website again. Uh, www.epilepsynorcal.org. And listen, when you're thinking about making a donation, don't say, oh, I can't, I can't give thousands. We will take $50. We'll take $100. Every single donation can make a difference in an adult or a child's life living with epilepsy. Don't forget that. Right now, though, we're going to go to break, and then we'll be back again with Neva Hirschkorn, the executive director 
of the Epilepsy Foundation of Northern California. This is Joyce Bender, a woman living with epilepsy, on voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Neva. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Over there? Over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, <laughs> she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh-huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> Turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at bornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. Hey, folks, I have a special, special message for a young woman in high school. She's in 11th grade. Her name is Julie. And every single day at school, she is being called names. She is being totally, really, verbally brutalized every single day coming home crying every single day. So I have all the youth in the Bender lead-on team getting in touch with Julie and telling them, telling her what they really think and that we've got her back. Julie, listen to me. I've got your back. And you know those people that make fun of you? They're not the cool ones. 
let me tell you that you are. You're the cool one. What do you think about that, Neva? Oh, so, so true, so true, you know, and as you get, um, Julie will realize, too, as she gets older, none of that's going to matter, you know. Um, the friendships that you develop um, in later life are the ones that matter. My mom used to always say, you know, and I used to be made fun of in, in school. Of course, I think it happens a lot, and um, I didn't have a disability, and, um, you know, my mom used to always say, oh, you'll never even probably see any of those people. But it, when you're that age, it's just so devastating. You know, it, it really hurts. So um, definitely, it, none of that matters, and you have to look inside and, and know who you are as a person. You know what? Isn't that true? You know that one thing you said? I always say if I could only, if I had a little bottle of medicine that I could give to high school students, showing them how it really is in the future, exactly. of course of course, I'd be a trillionaire. <laughs> but, you know, when you're in school, you think that's it, this is it, yep. this is it. But uh, Mario Lemieux, the famous hockey player, his sister-in-law was talking to me one day doing an interview, and she said, you know what, I tell the kids every day at this school, I tell them, you think this is the end, but it's not. It's really only the beginning. Exactly. I don't see, Joyce, I don't see hardly anyone from my um, grade school and um, high school. And uh, so my mom was, I guess, right. (laughs) Yes, she was right. Little did they know you were going to become a dynamic diva, huh? (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah, they didn't know that. Uh, Well, why do you think it is, Neva? I just told you the story about this young woman who, I mean, we're talking pushed against the wall we're talking spit on everything. Why? Why do you think in our schools today that children with epilepsy are bullied so much? Well, I think it goes back to the bulliers. You know, I think that the people who bully um, are kind of, to me, feel a little inferior themselves, so it makes them feel good when they reach out and um, maybe bully somebody that they feel is not... Um, at their level, and um, and it just perpetuates. And unless someone stops and um, says, no, that's not right, it just keeps continuing to happen. And that's why I'm so proud of my other son, Dylan, because I have seen him in situations where he does that. You know, he'll if someone's being bullied at the school, he'll step in and say, don't do that. That's not right. Oh, and that is so awesome. It, it makes me feel oh, proud of Oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. yeah, when someone does that, I love it. Yeah, and it, I, I, you want to raise, you know, compassionate kids, and, and he's very compassionate to other people, so it makes me proud. <laughs> well, you should be. I'm not surprised, though. With you being the mother, that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, Neva, as an advocate for people with epilepsy of all ages, if you had to pick one thing, what would you say or two are some of the biggest issues? For a person living with epilepsy, what do you think some of their biggest issues are? Well, there are a lot of issues, and I think, uh, first off, you could talk about social stigma. You know, we're talking about stigma and, and the fear that they have to, to live with that people have of epilepsy. Um, maybe communicating to people about their epilepsy. We talked about that. People don't want to tell 
someone that they have epilepsy. And then um, another issue is, you know, your driver's license and, and the loss of, of that if you have a seizure. And if you're living in an urban area, that might not be as bad as if you're living, though, in a rural area and you don't have access to public transit. That could be, you know, definitely some of a big issue for somebody. And then um, work disclosing. You know, I've, I we deal with people here and who have they don't, you know, they can't come out and say that they they've lo- they know that they've lost their job to you know their epilepsy. But of course, it was some other reason that their employer, um, you know, fired them or laid them off, so to speak. Um, and then you know, basic medical needs. Uh, issues of uh, access to health insurance, medication, specialists, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, there are so many things. I focus, of course, on employment, but it's not just employment. It's money for research. It's dealing with the school systems. It's so many things. But if there are two things I try to focus on the most, it's empowerment and employment. But believe me, because without employment, you can't do anything. But yet, there are people today that can't even get medication because of not having insurance. I'm sure you receive calls about that. Oh, ton, yeah, tons of calls, and especially in this economy, you know, with the loss of jobs, we see it filtering down to the individual level. And, um, you know, the frequency of financial-related inquiries um, reminds us every day that real lives are being affected. Well, that's what I wondered about. I mean, I was thinking, you know, you're in California, you have this high unemployment. I mean, how do you see that impacting people? Oh, uh, Joyce, it, it is impacting people, and I, and I wish we had the magic pill, so to speak, that we could give people and, and say, you know, here's your medication supply. Um, there are, you know, programs. We do refer people to programs that, you know, can get discounted medication, but it, it does become very difficult for people, and we just try to help them navigate through that. Um, I really am impressed with some of the affiliates that do medication assistance programs. Um, we are kind of maybe looking that into the future, but, you know, those kind of programs are so beneficial because a lot of people end up with no medication. And, mm-hmm. of course, as you know, that having those breakthrough seizures um, can happen. Oh, yes, I do know very well because I had not had a seizure for almost 10 years. You know, the two dynamic, fantastic women that report to me, the two leaders in our company, Paula Baylog and Mary Brocker. I think they were starting to think, are you sure you have this epilepsy? <laughs> and one night I'm at Paula's apartment and Mary was there. And I had a tonic seizure. I mean, I hit the floor. You know, I lost bodily control. I was totally unconscious. And then when I came to, I think I vomited for maybe like half an hour. I, it was, I mean, this is what happens to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And what happened is, my therapeutic level was too low. In other words, I had acclimated to the uh, medication. This happens sometimes, and we they had to increase it. And then recently, they had to increase it again. But I mean, this is you know this is just something that you live with. But I think all the time. Think about people who are homeless or they don't have uh, medication. What is happening to them? Exactly. Exactly. They're not getting their much needed medication. I mean, it's terrible. It is. It's just so upsetting when I think about it. That's why, folks, remember what I said, any donation you make is helpful because in some cases 
This is a matter of life and death, so please remember that. Uh, Neva, you have a very dynamic board. As a matter of fact, you have Andrew Neff, who is on our national board, and I just think he is so awesome. Uh, but I wondered if you want to talk about the chair and then about what your board hopes to accomplish over the next few years. Sure. Yes, Andrew Neff has been such a dynamo, and um, we have appreciated him on the board, and he has done so much, too, also with our national um, organization, so we're very happy about that. But our chair is Dr. Kirsch. She um, is um, out of UCSF, so we have some great – we are very blessed in California to have some great epilepsy centers um, a lot of um, states don't have and travel very far. And so in California, Northern California, we have five, so we are very lucky. Um, but, you know, our board over the next few years, just maintaining our services through this economy is always a challenge. And, you know, we want to make sure that none of our services that we are doing are um, drop. And, and then I think it's always good to just get better at what we already do. You know, um, there's always more that we could be doing for people with epilepsy. And, you know, when people say, oh, it's great what you're doing, I'm always thinking we've got to do more, we've got to do more, we've got to do more because, um, you know, there's so much that needs to be done. Well, you know what? I was wondering about this, Neva. Uh, you, you've done a fantastic job because there you are. You're still going. Oh, I, mean, I think that's wonderful. We try. <laughs> In a very difficult situation, I mean, with everything going on there, I mean, what would you attribute to that? Would you would you say it's the board or, or the diversification or, well, of course, we know it's having you as the executive director, but in addition to that, what do you think it is? I think we have a, a great, um, great, great board um, behind me. I, I've appreciated all the support that they have given, and then it's it's our people. You know, you you Joyce, you talk about you know your your family at Bender. You know, I think of this as a family at in Northern California Epilepsy Foundation. Um, it's it's maintaining you know their support too. Um, Financially, um, vol- you know, with our volunteer base, um, I think all of that kind of contributes to the growth of an organization. You can't do it without your volunteers and your donors. Right. And listen, before we go to break, you said you have a gala coming up. Yes. When is that? When is that? That is Friday, November 13th, and we've got a really good um, keynote this year. We have Susan Axelrod from Cure, Citizens United in Research for Epilepsy, um, as our keynote. So we're really excited about that. Let me tell you, folks, if you haven't, if you haven't met her or heard her speak, Susan Axelrod, she is phenomenal. You've probably heard of her husband, David. He's at the White House. Let me tell you what. She herself is a champion in her own right. That's why I told her one day, so when I meet her husband, I have to say, are you married to Susan Axelrod? I mean, she is really awesome and very passionate. So that is really great that you have her. When is that again, Neva? Friday, November 13th. It's going to be in San Francisco at the Mark Hopkins Hotel. Okay, so if someone would want to attend that, what would they do? They can go to our website, um, again, www.epilepsynorcal.org, or give us a call at 1-800-632-3532. Better get that. Better get there before all the seats are gone. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back to close the show with 
Neva Hirschkorn, who is the executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Northern California. You are listening to Joyce Bender. We're not waiting. We're ready to make it happen at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Son, we got to talk about drinking. I know. I don't want you touching alcohol till you're old enough. Yeah, I, I know, Dad. It's not a big deal. Don't, yeah, I know me, okay? And it is a big deal. Underage drinking is just stupid. Yeah, well, why'd you do it? Look, I did it because we didn't know what we know now. Alcohol affects kids differently, okay? When kids drink, it's more dangerous. And you're my kid. And just because they drink doesn't mean you have to. I, I know. I know. Look, son, I'm trying to help. I've seen what it does. I mean, you may think you can handle it, but when you drink, it screws up your judgment. Listen to me. This is real. I, I know, okay? I know. Teenagers know everything. So talk about underage drinking before they know it all. Before they're teens. Start talking before they start drinking. And keep talking. To learn more about the dangers of underage drinking and what to say to your kids, go to StopAlcoholAbuse.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. What a great show we've had today with Neva Hirschkorn, who is the Executive Director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Northern California. Neva, a question I wanted to ask you is, um, who would you say, I mean, you have accomplished so much. I'm wondering who your role model was. 
Well, I guess it sounds cliche, but you know my mom. My mom has been um, my rock through, you know, getting his di- my son's diagnosis, um, just helping me. You know, uh, the caregiver role is so um, oftentimes very difficult, and to have a good um, base of people that you can rely on is so important. And my mom was always there through every doctor's appointment, through every ER stay, um, just encouraging me. Um, and supporting me, so it definitely, I guess, has to be my mom. And you know what? I think that is awesome because you either have to have family or friends exactly to get you through sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. Yeah, well, she obviously did a fantastic job. Uh, Neva, you have already accomplished so many things in your life. And now here you are, as you said, you left the private sector and went over here as the executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Northern California, and, you know, you were doing so well there. If you had to look back throughout your life, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment? Wow, that's a that's a tough question, but I think personally it has to. I guess it's different personally and professionally. Personally, it has to be, of course, my children, and and um, they're my greatest accomplishment. Raising a you know a son with epilepsy, and and then also having a son that um, doesn't have epilepsy, and just he's so kind and compassionate, and and such a good person. So, um, I guess that would have to be my greatest accomplishment, personal. Personally and then professionally, um, would have to be my our camp. Our you know I started camp um, Coelho four years ago, five years ago, with the help again of Tony Coelho, and um, just to see those kids, Joyce, transform into these. Sometimes they come in there just a shell, uh, and um, they can't you know they can't reach out and and to see them hugging each other at the end of camp and um, just really rallying with each other. Um, I just makes me feel so good, and, and I think that is a huge accomplishment. I've always wanted to do it, and, and we did it. So, um, When is your camp next year? I, it's in June. We haven't set our date, but it's usually about the mid-June. mid, mid uh, June. They, We have to work with the camp to give us the dates. But um, so, so if someone is, is listening, they can just go to your website then? Exactly. And then you will have it advertised when it is? Yes. We should have it in the, the next week or so when, when our camp is. For okay. 2010. And, and what is that website again? Um, it is www.epilepsynorcal.org. Okay, because I want to tell you, I was to the camp in Pittsburgh. Well, it's not right in Pittsburgh. It's north of Pittsburgh. Um, and, and that is so awesome because a lot of times many young people with epilepsy are told they can't do different things and they can't go out and, um, and, you know, then they're left behind. And, and this, to me, also meeting other people with epilepsy so you know you're not alone is just fantastic. And that it's named after Tony is just awesome. We do a video every year of the kids, and I have to tell you, Joyce, every time I watch that video, I start crying. I just, it's so moving to see these kids, like you said. Um, getting together and, and talking about, you know, and not feeling alone. This is the, a place where they can go where it's kind of, you know, in, inclusive and they, they feel like the outside world is not there, you know. It just is so good for them. Yeah, and I would encourage you, uh, when I, if you're a parent listening to the show, don't be afraid. Remember, 
you won't always be here. I'm not trying to be cruel, but you have to encourage independence as soon as possible. You really do. Because then, you know, there you are. You go out to the world, try to get employment, and if you don't know how to be independent, then what are you going to do? But at least to learn basic social skills. If the person has a cognitive disability, they would never be able to work at least that experience, the enjoyment, and, and getting to be around other people is so worth it. And, I mean, I just, I had a wonderful time. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of the camps have really good medical staff. We have excellent medical staff from, from the epilepsy centers here, um, epileptologists, nurses um, that come out, to, you know, to support the camp. And um, so they're never alone, so to speak, and, and they're well taken care of. And I know most of the camps, if not all of the camps, um, do that. So. Yes, that's right. So you don't have to be nervous about that either. Exactly. Well, well, Neva, if you had to leave our listeners with a message today, what would it be? To never give up hope. Never give up hope. Isn't that so true? Yeah, because I tell people, remember, the only person that can steal hope from you is you allowing them to take it. Exactly, exactly. And just thank you again, Joyce, for, for you for all you do for people with disabilities and for people with epilepsy. And, again, we're so happy that you are on board. You have such a great ta- team. I love Paula and Mary. Um, I've got a chance to know them very well. And you have such a wonderful team. It just makes you to um, want to come and do exactly what you're doing. Thank you, Neva. And the feeling is mutual. You have been listening to Neva Hirschkorn, the fantastic executive director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Northern California, working every day of her life for quality of life for children and adults with epilepsy. Thank you, Neva. Thank you for being on the show. And I want to say before we go today, you know, we end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader or a famous business person. And I want to remind you that recently the President of the United States signed the UN Convention on Rights of Persons with Disabilities and how excited I was when he mentioned that a person he had met earlier that day was the Honorable Tony Quello and how he knew Tony had felt lived with rejection and how Tony overcame this. And, of course, it was because of discrimination due to his own epilepsy. Oh, I was so honored to hear the president acknowledge this great man who was seated right there in the East Room of the White House. So today, because we also have Neva and because of Camp Quello, we have to end with a quote from Tony author of the Americans with Disabilities Act, Man Living with Epilepsy, and past chair two times back of the Epilepsy Foundation. And that is, work gives us dignity. Work gives us dignity, says Tony Quello. You have been listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters Every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll see you next week. Stand up for yourself. Thank you.
Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.